so cool group of extras. I'm like, Hey, I'll probably get chosen for some today because they need me. Apparently like they wouldn't book me. <laughs> they need an athletic trainer and I'm the type. Yeah. We go there. We, uh, we chill out for a while. Uh, we go, we get some catering and we enjoy the very good catering, which is always an awesome thing. And then we got to hear all of the under contract people complain about the new catering company and how it sucked. Dude, I still got free steak and free wild rice and free whatever. It was amazing. So when you say under contract people, are you talking about the actual talent or are yeah. you just talking about, so you get to share a table with them? You could, in theory, usually the extras just kind of congregate to their own table. In Evansville, there were only a handful of tables. So you're trying to be careful to not take up spots, right? And this place, it was wide open. There were a bunch of tables. So all the extras pretty much just sat at one table. The only talented per like talented person, the only under contract talent that sat down at our table for a minute was a wrestler named Tazawa. And I was really happy because I was like, oh, I want to speak Japanese with Tazawa and maybe make him feel at home and have a conversation, right? And I sat down and realized he's got his uh, AirPods in and just doing his thing on his phone. I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm going to talk to you. Sorry, man. I actually could talk to you a little bit more than most people here. That's got to get played out. If we're being generous toward them, I'm sure those with a, a set of balls will try and sit at a table and strike up a conversation. It's like, shut up, man. 100%. And there's some dudes like, I get it. You're friends with some of these dudes from the Indies. So one or two of my contracted friends have sat down with me before. been like, hey, sit down with us. Like when my friend Ruby Riot was under contract, at one point I was walking to camp. She's like, oh, hey, come sit here. And then she's like, oh, hey, this is my friend Liv Morgan. I was like, oh, that's cool. And we struck up a conversation and I thought it was very nice that she wanted me to talk to her friend and Liv Morgan is a 10. So it's like, of course I'm going to talk to you. You're a beautiful you know, woman and you're very nice and you're my friend's friend. Like, that's cool. But yeah, a lot of people use this as an opportunity. Hey, can I sit down next to you, man? Oh, let me just tell you about what I do. I work real hard. I'm an indie worker and I really want this, bro. Like, you probably understand. Maybe you should give me a break. That kind of thing, right? Real stoogish. Man, I just got to tell you, super kick on Raw, like in 94, Look like garbage. Yeah. What? Well, you know, I, I watched it. Yeah, you and millions. You know what? Because I draw. Shut the hell up. Yeah, like 8 million people used to watch Raw back in the day. Now, like 1 million people watch Raw. It's not, it's, yeah, it was not great anymore. It's because your super kick sucks. Yeah. Uh, super kicks have a lot to do with it, but that's a much more in depth podcast for my pro wrestling is dead. Jay Vaughn has no problem with the super kick. You tell him that. Say it one more time. <laughs> Say it to Mr. Vaughn. Say it to his face. Look up and say it to his face. Jack Vaughn, six foot eleven inches tall. He is two foot taller than I'm Cole. That doesn't set the bar real high. Two foot. Two foot taller. Now, speaking of setting the bar, like some people can't give on roller coasters. Like Hornswoggle, if you can't get on a roller coaster, why don't you just jump in front of a little train? Did you see Hornswoggle was on? I think it was. Uh, I think it was Fox News or some, no, maybe it was real news. Either way, it doesn't matter. There was another tiny person, uh, Peter Dinklage, oh, yeah. who was upset about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and how Disney's remaking it. And it's like, why would you remake it with the dwarves? Like, you're going to have Snow White and she's not going to be Caucasian, but these dwarves and blah, 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 blah. And it's so insulting. And Hornswoggle is all like... When did Peter Dinklage become the spokesperson for midgets? And he goes, that's a dream job to be on a Disney movie. You know what that paycheck <laughs> looks like? And you're trying to take it away from seven 
dwarf, midget, little person actors, whatever the appropriate nomenclature is. And I'm like, wow, Hornswoggle. Good for you, buddy. I respect that. First thing Hornswoggle's ever done that I respect. Well, he probably wants one of the jobs. Well, yeah, of course he wants one of the jobs. He's looking out. He's hustling. He's working. I respect that, though. And also just to actually stand up and say, hey, dudes, yeah, you like we are facing a problem. We should be in this together. Don't take something away. Yeah, shut up, Peter Dinklage. Just because you made it, there's still plenty of other little people looking to make it. Yeah, there's <laughs> on several levels. I, I like that. I do respect that. Also, the still scumbag hate him, but like I respect that a little bit. So uh, maybe get him a booster chair for the roller coaster. Let him live once. Yeah, let him get on Rise of the Resistance, which is pretty dope. Uh, I did it twice. Pretty cool. I hear they changed it up recently too. My buddy Al Hines was just there. He said it was a little different than when I was there. Anyway, he was just a little inebriated. That's why he said that. They changed it up, bro. I bet he was in line for hours. Yeah. And he'd had like a huge beer. Like we all obviously. Uh, so like, okay, cool. We're in new catering, which I, to me is amazing, but apparently it sucks to them. There all there. I did notice though, there was less to choose from and there was not an entire table full of desserts. Usually there is one entire table devoted only to desserts. There was not at this one though. There did have a small tray of Buckeyes, though. The chocolate and peanut butter little balls. Do you know that not everyone knows those are A, called Buckeyes, or B, that they exist? See, that's a sad life. I agree. They're great. They're tremendous, but people don't know. How do you not know? Is it just a Midwest thing? Yes. It's just an Ohio-Indiana thing, right? Yeah. Ohio, yeah. See, I don't like that at all. Buckeyes are great. Peanut yep. butter, chocolate, what more do you want in life? That's all I want. That's legitimately the only things I want in life. So I did have a couple of those. And a lot of coffee. And then a bunch of cereal that I put in a coffee cup and walk around like I'm drinking coffee all day, but in actuality, I'm drinking cereal. Was it adult cereal? Do you have all the, all your daily required bran? Yeah, I, I just started with raisin bran. I think by the end of the night, though, I was I did, I did have some tricks. But those are for kids. Yeah, not, not on that occasion. There, there are no kids backstage. Much to Jerry Lawler's chagrin, there were no kids backstage at Raw. Did, did they have a little twisty wheel? You stuck your cup under there? I wish. That'd be great. Probably better for waste. Like, you can serve a lot that way. If you're recklessly throwing the box around trying to shake some out, you'll lose some. Baby boxes? Or were there, like, family-sized cereal boxes? No, family-sized. Tons of family-sized cereal boxes. Bunch of different cereal. And every milk you could possibly want. You want soy, all, uh, soy oat, almond... Regular, whole. Do you want flavored, non-flavored soy? What fat ass are drinking the whole milk back there? Those are the people I'm judging. You hit that dessert table fine, but you're drinking whole milk, you fat bastard. Adam Cole, he was hoping to get a growth spurt. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of hormones in whole yeah. milk. I'm hoping to get a growth spurt. I'm just kidding. He got released. <laughs> so we, uh, we're we in new catering. Uh, eventually, eventually, we go to ringside. Uh, and then we're just chilling out in the, the stands. Even though they said don't go to ringside in the, yard, the email. Uh, then they signal us over to come help out with something. So we go over. We start getting talked to. Uh, it's Edge. It's Beth Phoenix. It's a couple other people. And they're like, hey, uh, so we're doing this segment. We need 10. We need a lot of security guards. Uh, and they're like, okay. Yeah, what's, they tell us what's going on. Segment. So Miz and Maurice are having uh, Maurice's birthday party. So the Miz and Maurice are famous people. She was a famous French supermodel, came to WWE. Um, now they have a show on E, Miz and Mrs., which is apparently is really popular. I won't go too in depth on the storylines. I know we don't have a lot of wrestling fans that listen. 
anyway, big birthday party for the French woman. They're feuding with Edge and Beth Phoenix, WWE Hall of Famers. Edge is awesome. So is Beth Phoenix. And we're going to be 10 security guards surrounding the ring. Uh, Miz and Maurice are going to yuck it up for a long time, talk trash. Edge and Beth are going to come down and they're going to destroy 10 security guards as to send a message because the Royal Rumble is six days away. What message do you send by tearing up stooges? Come on. I mean, it's not the most powerful message, but it's a message nonetheless. So they need all of us to be security guards. I should say, side note, they did say, hey, one or two of you, we might need uh, to be a doctor at the weigh-in between Lashley and Lesnar. There was a little bit of me that was hoping, you know, it'd be funny if they chose me as the doctor for Lashley and Lesnar. And when they go, I didn't know what we're going to have to do with them. But then all of a sudden, I just go ahead and I put my hand under one of them's junk and I'm like, turn your head and cough. How hilarious would that have been on live TV? When you're like, I'm supposed to go over and I don't know, check something. And all of a sudden I just put my hand and just, I act like it's part of the, 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 like the sketch. Like I just go ahead and put my hand right under the nuts of Bobby Lashley or Brock Lesnar. I'm like, turn your head and cough. They have to be professionals, don't they? I think Brock Lesnar punched me in the face and that'd be kind of cool too. You think you'd no sell it? I, I mean, if you I, were still standing, you I don't think, think you'd I no could. Sell it? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could. Or do you think he would know sell it? Is that what you're saying? No, I mean, I think he blasts you in the face. Sure, you turn your head away slightly, but then you just rotate it back. Yeah, in six months after I complete my rehab and I, I can watch this on video again later and laugh. But if you took it the once, you'd be a legend. Oh, it'd be hilarious. You're the guy that grabbed Brock Lesnar's junk on TV. And Dana would sign you. He knows you can take a punch. No, Yeah. I, you could at least do coke with him. That, that would be pretty cool. Fun, fun side note. My friend Joe Coleman went to Vegas for his bachelor party recently and he posted a photo of, I think, I guess it's one of his friends, but him and this bald dude who was in a suit jacket shaking hands. He's like, went to Vegas for my bachelor party, but ended up meeting Dana White, uh, something. And he signed me to a four fight contract. He's the funniest follow ever follow thunder lats. All right. At thunder lats on Instagram, (laughs) Joe Coleman is hilarious. I also love to see him in UFC now. He's He's so jacked. He's jacked enough. Is he jacked? Oh, yeah. He last, looks like Wolverine. Well, last time like I saw Hugh him, Jackman he, was, Wolverine. he was just covering himself in creatine and protein powder. Yeah, that's how he does it. All his insides and outsides are creatine and protein. That's how you look like that. I was like, man, it'd be really cool if I was the doctor and I just if I just grab uh, Bobby Lashley or Brock Lesnar's junk on live TV. That'd be pretty cool. Like, that's pretty epic story. Only you. You're one of the only men I know who would brag about having another man's testicles in your hand. Yeah, it's only happened a few times in my life, usually by accident. And this would be intentional. Like, I would make it intentional. Maybe it would just be even a big handful, a big direct palm. You think Brock, though, would be like, dang it, Seamus told us you were a prick. (laughs) I would love that. I don't even know if Seamus was there. He knew you were going to be there, prick, so he wasn't. Yeah, he probably transferred to SmackDown, where I wasn't going to be. So we... uh, we get chosen to be security. I think it's pretty funny because one of the first things Edge said was, all right, who are like our four biggest? Those are the guys that got to come at me first. I'll, uh, you know, I'll knock you guys down on the floor. And what they meant is, so when they beat up everyone in the ring later, they beat up the small people in the ring. So I was the largest. There was another guy pretty much my size. And there were two other guys. And he's like, all right, you guys will be on the floor. We'll, uh, we'll beat you guys up on the ring and then entrance way. And then they started figuring out who was going to be where. 
I should also say, there was one extra who'd never done extra work before. I met him on a few shows. He's apparently a big fan of mine. And he kept walking away to go to the bathroom. Important people would talk to us and then walk away. And then he would be like, you'd do something, go to the bathroom. Like, I'm like, dude, hang out, hold it, wait. He walked away at one point and then the extras guy in charge came up and was like, hey, where's, and he said that one name. He's like, this is the only guy I need to talk to. I'm like, what? And then the dude hung out there for like five or six whole minutes and the dude hadn't come back from the bathroom yet. And this dude, he was getting pissed because obviously they brought you here for a reason. You better be ready when they need you, which they usually don't need you that often. So it's like, you better be there. So that was kind of funny. I thought the dude shot himself in the foot, but apparently he was fine. He ended up getting thrown into the stairs real hard later and it was fun. It was okay. Uh, Did he crap himself? I mean, maybe he has IBS. I don't know. Cause he was wearing black slacks, which they require you to bring. And uh, they f- went out and they got us some shirts from the prop truck, right? Just real generic black shirts that said security on the left chest. The funny thing was at one point they came back and only brought like seven shirts. And then so a few of us didn't have them. And then they come back later with two more shirts and they look at myself and the other guy and was like, I got a medium and a large. Who wants the medium? And the other guy shot his hand up so fast. <laughs> and he, the dude laughs like, yeah, I see what you're doing, man. And he's like, you fill that out and threw him the shirt. And I was like, oh, shoot. And they gave me the large one, which is whatever. And then I got more screen time than he did. They should have let me look good, you know, but selfish. Now I envision you walking out and it, the shirt just extends past your rib cage, but you're, you know, fully exposed midriff. That'd be hilarious. Like, yeah, I wanted the medium. Yeah, I didn't bring a black t-shirt, guys. Is, what, do you, what do you expect from me? Uh, and then a lot of the dudes start being marks for a sec because Edge and Edge mentioned giving someone a spear and then everyone's like, oh, well, take a spear from Edge. That'd be great. And I was like, well, and yeah, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Like to take a spear from Edge on TV. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But maybe we shouldn't fight about it like a bunch of little marks, like a bunch of six-year-old kids. I get that you saw him spear Jeff Hardy at like WrestleMania 21 or whatever, but like 18, but it's like, let it go. Yeah, but he looked he looked like crap delivering that super kick. That's already been established. Yeah, we know that. So uh, we're chilling. We disappear for a while. We come back, and then we run through the segment. Uh, I am going to be on the ramp side right in the middle, arms crossed, edges, and he comes down. He's like, eventually asked, like, oh, who wants to take a boot? And I knew what he meant, which was who wants to bump, be bumped first. It's like, well, I want to go first because I want to rely on any of these other dudes to mess up. So I was like, I raise my hand. He's like, okay, cool. So I run in. We practice staging it like 20 times because they have a million cameras and they want to catch everything. So you have to practice it 10 million times. And then they keep changing certain bigger dudes for smaller dudes so they can powerbomb one guy and they can give 3D to another guy and then do other crazy stuff to small dudes. They're still doing the 3D? Well, the Dudleys haven't been around forever. Every now and then you'll see a 3D though. But Edge and Beth Phoenix totally did one to one of the Tate twins. Word? Yeah. And it looked pretty good too. And they did it to, but the Tate twins are the smallest dudes. So they obviously did it to one of the smallest dudes so they can make it look good. And then they powerbombed the other Tate twin through a table with a cake on it, which that's kind of cool. I'd want to be the cake guy. Yeah. I mean, the, the cake pads your fall. Oh yeah. So you're getting powerbombed through a table, but it's on to pretty much a spongy pillow. I'm sure it was a well-cooked cake. I hope they didn't skimp and I hope they didn't use hard ingredients. Right. I hope they use whole milk on that. Well, obviously they could just hold whole milk on that. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll take the boot over. So we go through that and it's cool. Then we go back to catering and continue pounding catering and coffee. We have about six hours to kill 
We find out it's the main event segment. Raw runs from 8 to 11. So we're on there at like 10.52 p.m. You were in the main event of Raw? I was in the main event of Raw. Yep. Seg 16, Pete. And that was a, like 10.52 p.m. or whatever. So, oh, I, was, I forgot to tell you about the viral the viralness of all this. So we have to do that. We kill some time in catering. You got COVID? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, oh, I wish. I wish I could COVID. I'll sue him. So two things. At like 10.40 or whatever, we go over to the backstage area where they'll need us. We're hanging out. We're pretty much just hanging out with Maurice, the beautiful French supermodel. And she wants a picture with all of us, 10, 10 good-looking security guards. Well, six or seven good-looking security guards and then a few others. And then, but in tie black shirts. So she takes a photo with us and 10 dudes trying to look like hard ass. One of the AEW wrestlers, MJF, left a comment on this online and said, this looks like this should be a Brazers logo, like the porn company. <laughs> Somebody took that photo and put the Brazzers logo on it. And apparently it went viral for that week. The hot French supermodel with 10 dudes right behind her. So you can add that to your credits on your IMDb page. Yeah. One night in Maurice. What do you call Is this? Is that disrespectful to China? Uh, yeah. Probably because she's dead. Rest in peace, China. I can't tell if you're sincere about that one. I think I'm more sincere. But if the country of China were to break apart, I would be okay with that. So that, that, yeah, so we went viral, I guess, with a funny little meme of apparently uh, 10 of us and Maurice doing whatever people would do on a pornographic movie. I don't know. I never watched it. Never watched pornographic movies, especially ones with 10 dudes and one woman. I, I struggle with the person who would find that appealing. You know, some people that you're in a frat with do, though. You have to know that. That's probably fair, but also the P to V ratio is just not appealing. No, I don't like it at all. I always said MMF is too much of a ratio I'm not okay with, but that's me. Interchange some of those letters. Maybe it's all right. This is M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-F. There's a person you and I mutually know who was dating a woman who had an M-M-M-M-M-M-F experience, but she was young, you know, so it, it doesn't really make her promiscuous. I'm like... I, I mean, I think you lost that argument a couple of M's mm-hmm. before you got to six. Yes. I have a feeling I know who you're talking about. Okay. You used to drive a truck? No. What? Uh-uh. Oh, it, we got to talk about this off air. Oh, yeah. I got to know who this is. I had an assumption it was the guy we were just, we were talking about a little earlier. Nah, nah. Nah, he's, he's that kind of guy. Let's be honest. It seems like that'd be believable. 10 MF scenario here, right? Um, also, Maurice, Maurice is very sweet, very nice. Uh, I should say years ago, uh, when I was doing extra work, they needed myself and someone else to pretty much be seat fillers just for staging for the cameras for a segment they're going to do on Raw later that night. I was going to be Dolph Ziggler's parents, and it was a segment where the Miz and Maurice were talking to Dolph Ziggler's parents, and then Dolph Ziggler, I think, was talking to the Miz's parents because they were all in Cleveland, and they're all from Cleveland. So in between takes, I'm sitting there with another woman playing uh, Dolph Ziggler's uh, mom and we're just talking to Miz and Maurice because in between sets we're just hanging out right there together right or in between takes and the Miz and Maurice great people man I love them they're so nice and they should be jerks Miz got famous from being on Ro- Real World years ago and then he was on Tough Enough and he's had some good ups and downs and then Maurice beautiful French supermodel real famous they could totally be jerks and now they have a reality show real famous and yeah, they could be jerks, but they're cool. I like them a lot. Also, Edge is really awesome. And then so we 
we go out, we do the segment. Uh, I run and take the world's sickest big boot on the middle of the ramp, and I hurt my shoulder landing on the concrete floor. So that was pretty dope. And I got yeah noble and did it on the side of my face for four days. Spent the whole time after wishing you were the cake guy. Yeah, now yeah, why couldn't they? The, the, yeah, why couldn't they make me the cake guy? I could have taken the body slam on the floor from Beth Phoenix. I made her look good. Is that believable? No, <laughs> actually, I did jokingly turn to one of the extras because the way it happened was I ran at edge. He gives me a boot. Guy number two runs at Beth. She gives him a clothesline. Guy number three runs at edge, takes a clothesline. Guy number four runs at Beth, takes a body slam. Then they throw us into guardrails and posts and stuff. I turned to one of the guys. I was like, hey, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not taking no bump from no woman. And I said it in like a real assertive, you know, sexist way. And the dude just looked at me like, oh, oh, like I don't want to be near you anymore. I'm like, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, but for real, I don't want to. It's like they they ain't asking me to do that. Not on live TV. She tries to hit you with a hurricane rana like three or four times and you just stand there. No, brush it off. I powerbomb her into the stairs. I'm the guy who broke Beth Phoenix's back on TV. There are jokes there, I feel. Yeah. Edge broke that back before. Ew. Nice. He has neck issues. Maybe Beth Phoenix is why. Go Beth Phoenix. So we do the segment. That was real cool. Uh, afterwards, something I thought was real dope. Edge actually came to the extras locker room, popped in and thanked us all again, which was really cool. Also, the extras locker room, as I don't need to probably go back to, is not the male talent locker room. It's a much different locker room located away from the male talent locker room. He had to find the extra talent locker room to thank us. Somebody gave him directions, didn't they? Like, hey, where are all the stooges at? I'm like, oh, follow me. Yeah. So in the back, they put up all these signs with arrows and be like male talent, female talent, uh, talent relations, Vince's office, catering, stooges. That's us. Stooges. Wouldn't that be great if there really are signs that say stooges? Yeah. And I, you just I would, know. I would laugh. I'd be like, yeah, stooges. I get it. That's me. That's probably where I'm going. Do you, you guys are carnies. Do you use the term geek at all? No. Oh. I think I've, I mean, I've heard veteran dudes say it, but no. The geeks are usually the guys who uh, had to do like the disturbing things. Like the geeks are the, the guys who bite the heads off chickens and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Right, yeah. that are, you know, they're like the heroin users nowadays. It's like, you're just bottom of the barrel. Sure. We all do drugs, but we don't do heroin. Meg, yeah, you guys are the ones that eh, right. suspect. Yeah, yeah. Like even we don't respect you that much. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he came in the extras locker room and thanked us again. And the stoogiest dudes kept saying thank you to him. And it was a pleasure. There's part of me. I want to be like, guys, shut up. We did him the favor. Don't thank him for beating you up on TV. Don't be a Mark. He beat you up. You made him look good. Don't thank him 10 million times. He didn't get you a job. He's not going to say, oh, that most generic looking dude that I beat the shit out of. Yeah. I want to get that dude a job. Did you shake his hand? Uh, yeah, I did. I did shake his hand. He was cool. Yeah, I just got you another month on Raw. You're welcome. You're welcome for the comeback, kid. Big league the hell out of him. I should be like, hey, man, so uh, how much more do I get for that bump? I didn't sign up to get bumped on TV. It was the most dickish you could be, but you earn respect and you don't just come off like a huge dick. I, I don't know. It's a fine line. I feel like most things could go both ways. I do want to put together a list of all the crazy extra work stories. Because it's very common where you hear about one of the extras doing something insane, trying to get a job, but ultimately failing and getting blackballed. Uh, One dude I did hear 
cornered Triple H at a urinal one time. He followed Triple H into the bathroom while Triple H had the game in his hand and taking a leak. He cut a promo on Triple H to try and get attention. At any point in time, did he ask Triple H to turn his head and cough? No, nah, he didn't. That would have been ballsy. I'm the guy who would have done that. Hey, I uh, learned this from my physical earlier. Yeah, I'm going to need you to turn around, sir. On live television, I'm the guy who told Brock Lesnar to bend over. <laughs> you just happen to have a white latex glove in your pocket. Be like, all right, bend over and you snap it. Ooh, I could have stolen that from medical and they wouldn't have even noticed. That would have been worth it. Side note, I was really tempted every time I walked by and saw the box of athletic tape to just grab a roll. Why would you not? Like, th- I want to take three or four rolls. When I was in my tryout, I came home with like six rolls of white tape. I think that's the move. I think that's when people respect you. Just get too overly comfortable with things and just act like it's normal. Like, don't be brazen about it. Just grab it and start using it. Like, what are you doing? Just keep going. Yeah, if you act like it's normal, no one's going to question you. Why would they? No one cares. No one knows you're there. In Evansville, there's one. There's this kid, 22-year-old kid, just acting real like, anxious the whole time, acting pretty much insane. I told him, dude, hey, man, no offense. I, this is cool. I get it's your first time here. You should be happy. No one knows you're here. No one. Not a single person. The talent relations guy to check in with wasn't even there. Dude, no one knows you're here. They chose no extras to do anything that day. We were in catering or we were in our little bathroom locker room. So yeah, if you just act like nothing's wrong, it's fine. I actually, funny enough, I thought about showing up in gym clothes. Because you show up in dress clothes. They send you right to the doctor where you have to turn change into gym clothes. Then they want you to put your dress clothes back on, hang out in the locker room, or go to ringside. Then they might have you put your wrestling gear on, maybe. Then they'll tell you, hey, we can't use you, or you get a trial match, and then you go put your 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 regular dress clothes back on. We went and changed in from our dress clothes to our gym clothes to get our physical done. I just threw on my hoodie, and I walked around the next hour or two in gym clothes. Then I was just waiting. I was like, you know what? In Indianapolis, I'm booked for extra work next week in Indianapolis, Monday night. So I'm tempted just to show up in gym clothes, especially if I'm all bundled up and it's the winter. I'm tempted just to go ahead and show up in my gym clothes. And if someone says something about it, like, hey, did you show up in your studio? I'm like, oh, I got, they told me to change and go to medical, like to go to the doctor because no one will question it. They'll just assume you're in it for a reason. As long as you're not acting too comfortable. Show up Valvina style. Just wear a towel. I wanted to be comfortable. I'm going to be here a while. Yeah. Well, the doctor's going to need me to drop this towel. So why wouldn't I already have it ready? Just cutting out the middle, man. Yeah. So I might just show up in joggers next week. I don't care. I'm also going to film everything I do that day. And I'm going to make a vlog for my new series of wrestling on wrestling. Pro wrestling is dead, which will be on YouTube soon. I'm going to film a pro wrestling is dead video about all of my extra work experiences. I don't think you have the stones. All right. It's on. It's on, Pete. I'm curious to see if you have the stones. Oh, I have the stones. I'm actually, I've thought about trying to put up all my pros and his dead videos uh, over the last couple of weeks to see if I could get unbooked from extra work. But now it's too late notice. I'm sure they won't unbook me. They won't see the videos anyway. But I would love to get unbooked from extra work. Plus you got a rent payment coming up. and you know. I, would, I would screenshot them saying you're no longer welcome or don't come. And I would put that, I would blast the internet with that. And I would say why and what I did and all that. It'd be cool. It helps to help me get me over. 
You think AEW would wait until the heat cooled down before they signed you, or they just signed you immediately? They signed me immediately. You got to strike with the iron's hot, man. While I'm over on the Twitter, because eventually it's going to calm down, and then I can just chill the next three years of the contract. Speaking of being over, you ever search the hashtag Indianapolis on Instagram? Not recently. You know who's the third photo that comes up? Who? D-Boz. Is it? That makes sense, yeah. Makes complete sense. Funny side note about Dylan Bostic. One of the uh, girls from my gym sent me a message the other day on Instagram. It was like, uh, why did this pop up my Instagram? And it was a photo of myself, Dylan Bostic, Blake, and another buddy from Dylan Bostic's birthday party a couple months ago. And I responded, what do you mean? She's like, it's a sponsored ad for a guy named Dylan Bostic. And I just laughed because I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I put that photo on, on my Instagram page and she's like, oh, it's a sponsored photo from a guy named Dylan Bosk. I was like, oh yeah, Dylan plays that game, <laughs> plays that game. And then an hour later, she's like, hey, and then she sent me a screenshot and this time it actually said sponsored on it. She took the actual screenshot and it was Dylan boxing. <laughs> so I've been giving Dylan, I've been giving Dylan a little bit of crap for running them sponsored Instagram ads, but they work. He's got a lot of followers. Yes. A handful of followers for sure. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, plus his movie's coming out here soon too, isn't it? Yeah, I think it just dropped the other night. Yeah, which I'm all about going to see that. I just know that it came out. I I don't have a title or anything. Edge of Darkness. Is Edge in it? No. I worked with him recently. You know, I think I'm pretty confident there's a film called Edge of Darkness starring Mel Gibson. That's true. That's why maybe I got this wrong. Because it might not actually be Edge of Darkness. Well, Edge of Darkness is a terrible Mel Gibson film. Was it? Uh, I think it kind of was. It was a 2010 film. So I think it was shortly after he was, you know, oh, not okay. Everything came out. Yeah. Come on, man. You don't you don't have his his film just ready to go. I mean, I can cut it. We can make it look like you had it ready to go. Oh, I, I'm not looking at anything. You're up. not looking it up. I'm not looking it up. Yeah, yeah. I'll figure it out. It's look at Dylan's page. Follow at Dylan Bostic. It's easy to find his page. He has a lot of sponsored ads right now. Go with it. It's fine. So yeah, that was uh, that was my extra work experience, Pete. And then I'll go and do it again next Monday in Annapolis. And I probably won't get chosen for anything because I look too much like a wrestler. But it didn't matter that night in Toledo. Shave your face. You can go to CVS and buy a stethoscope and a lab jacket. Just show up. I That would be hilarious. Like, hey, you need one of these tonight? I'm prepared. Oh, dang, bro. We were looking for a wrestler. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, actually, we needed a guy for... Uh, yeah, for the opening segment. We were actually hoping you could sell Seamus some test. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Also still rest in peace test. How was I gonna say I was gonna say something about extra work. Again, I'm doing I'm doing on Monday here. Uh I can't I can't believe you're breaking studio. By the way, it doesn't matter. Your your microphone just broke. No uh no intervention from you, eh? It just no. happened. Oh. So anyway, uh yeah, I'm doing uh, extra work again next week. I might be super famous again. Who knows? Uh, and then I think I might actually, if the doctor gives me a physical, I'm like, hey, everything feel okay. Like, actually, I hurt my shoulder. And you guys did that a few weeks ago. You got to pay for that. What's funny is you said next week, but this is an hour recording. I assume we're throwing a break in there somewhere. Oh, you know what? You're right. So by the time you hear this, I just did extra work on Raw. By the time people hear this, you'll have a contract. I could. Who knows what crazy stuff I will do. 
while I, I'm there backstage. I think you have to put it in the universe now because we'll we'll have recorded this before. So manifest what will happen, and then we'll see if it did. Okay. So I was at ringside. I went up to Edge. I was like, hey, dude, you're welcome for me making you look good in that segment, bro. Like, you know I'm a world travel dude. I've actually wrestled more countries than you have. No, that's a little too pretentious. What makes you think you're going to be working with Edge again? No, no, I just go up to him. Like, during the day, I'll be like, hey, dude, remember that birthday party segment, that boot I took? You think he'll remember you? You think if you just see me like, hey, man, what's up? Probably because we actually did have, we like, we talked a little bit. And he was just a cool guy. And he kept, like, picking me to talk to about stuff. So I think he probably would remember me because I look a little unique. And we're both metal-looking dudes. Tag partner? If he needs one, I'm willing to I'm willing to give a shot. I'll make him look good. He got to take heat, though. I get the hot tag. That means during the match, he gets beat up, and then I come in and look like a hero at the end. That's cool. You can do that, but then you'll be the one who uh, who gets the three count. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, I win. No, no. How, how would you say that? You're the one who receives the three count? You're the one who gets jobbed? No, it's, I don't lose. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can come in for the hot tag, but then, boom, you're also the guy who receives a three count. The, like I'm victorious in the match and I'm the guy who no, no, no. does the cover. Like you, now I'm losing. You look like a hero, but then all of a sudden there's a turn. No, only if Edge screws me over, which leads to a six-month program between Edge and me. That seems fine. Yeah, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to go up at SummerSlam. Why would you not? So it sounds like that's what's happening. It's almost WrestleMania season. I might get a spot on Mania. You might have to eat several fewer Buckeyes. You know, that's fair. If they told me to eat less Buckeyes, I'd do that for the contract. Yeah, for the gram. <laughs> for the gram. Yeah. You're going to have to take down that AEW post For the gram too. cracker cereal that I had in a coffee cup backstage in catering. I'm tempted to film myself at catering. Because why not? Hour one, extra work at WWE. <laughs> smashing catering. Hour two, smashing catering. I should just do a time-lapse video of like my eight-hour day. And for some reason, most of it's just in catering. Me going back and forth, getting coffee, getting cereal, getting Buckeyes, going to ringside. It's a lot of me changing back and forth, not doing anything. Yeah, he went from suit to gym close to suit. Then to gear, then to suit, then to security tee, then to suit. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of catering, a lot of changing. Oh man, that reminds me. I was, uh, I was thinking of going, I heard that Lululemon has great dress pants. 100%. Really flexible. But yes. obviously Lululemon's expensive, right? I do hear there's a pro athlete discount. So I'm going to try and get that pro athlete discount. However, I was hoping to get more of a hookup because BMW was really hanging out with a girl, recently hanging out with a girl that worked at Lululemon. But apparently they're not hanging out anymore. She might've ghosted him a little bit and finally gave back to him what he's given to every woman over the last 10 years. And now we might not get Lululemon hookup, and I'm a little, a little salty. There's a Lulu pop-up at HTC. Oh, really? I own six pairs of Lou pants. Seriously? Life-changing. Yes. Uh, pretty expensive? Oh, yeah. They're all gifts, you know, because when you got it like that, women buy you things. Yeah, that's fair. I get it. I respect that, dog. I respect that. Oh, I should put it on my Amazon wish list. Creeper. I have an Amazon wish list I use for mostly creeps. Because sometimes creeps are like, hey, I want to buy you something. Like, okay, if you want to give, give me a gift, here's stuff I actually want. Buy me a new jujitsu gi. And how many gis do you have hanging in your closet? Uh, None. It's in my gi bag. I have a specific bag for my MMA stuff. 
Well played. I'm a real real BA. I need a new gi though. If you know any creepers out there that want like to give me a gi. You're like three foot picks away from a new gi. I was gonna say I'm willing to exchange foot pictures for a for a new gi. Just a, several foot pictures. Yep. So uh thank you guys for listening to uh to both episodes of me doing extra work and uh I the next uh, one will be recorded probably through Zoom because I'll be living in Orlando when I get signed. Fame doesn't sleep. I, I don't, I should have just let you break it up. Speaking of not sleeping after extra work in Toledo, uh, addendum, I, I drove straight back to my job and then had to work the next morning without sleeping because gains never sleep. Gain, gains never sleep. The hustle never sleeps, man. Stay humble. Hustle hard.